everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. Hi, I'm Charles. What's up? We're talking Final Destination for our spooky Halloween-themed week of uh, episodes. Uh, I don't know. This is came out in 2000, directed by James Wong. I don't know if this is considered like horror. I mean, it is considered horror, but it's not very Halloween-y. We did Edward Scissorhands, uh, which went up earlier today. So we'll uh, this will come out on Wednesday, but... But I, I, in retrospect, we should have done Sleepy Hollow because that's actually like a Halloween themed film. But it's okay because Edward Scissorhands is great. So you know, um, I've actually ne- never seen Ed- Edward Scissorhands. Are you kidding me? No, no. <gasps> I've Charles. I've I've like seen it kind of like um kind of like uh you know like um like spoofed in like a lot of popular culture, but I don't know if oh, I've ever wow. like. Wow. Okay. Well. I have, um, I, I am not like crazy attached to it. Like I haven't seen it a bunch of times. I've only seen it maybe like one or two other times before I reviewed it. So I haven't seen it a bunch. Jai has seen it like a million times. So she knows it super well. I'm, it's really weird that a lot of people haven't actually seen it. So that is immediate homework. I think you yeah. will love it. Okay. It's so funny and it's really just, it's great. And it's really cool to see the first time that, uh, Tim Burton worked with Johnny Depp because okay, now cool. it's just such a like crazy relationship but oh my gosh it's great Diane Weist is in it oh I love her um Kathy Baker okay. um it's great you'll you'll really like it Alan Arkin isn't Winona in it yeah that's when they were well they were already dating then okay. but like that was like Johnny and Winona like that was like during that era I think the only film they did together is that when is that around the time he got like wino forever? <laughs> uh, yeah, forever? probably. I think he probably got it like a year or two after that. They dated for like four years. Okay, so I think he might have gotten it a year or two after that. That movie was he. I mean, we're talking about Edward Scissorhands now, but go listen to the episode if okay. you love that film. But um, I mean, talking to like everyone else, you should watch the movie first. Okay, <laughs> um, Charles. But uh, but yeah, it's really cool. It's just a really, it's such a cute movie. I love it. It's so cute. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so it's good. Wow, so you have to watch that. I do, I do. And uh, then we're doing Halloween H2O. is going to be coming out on Saturday, actual Halloween. Ugh, Josh so, Hartnett forever. Josh Hartnett forever. Um, that's like his very first feature, too. And Michelle oh. Williams. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, exactly. Too, yeah. So that's pretty exciting. So stay tuned for that. But we are talking about Final Destination, the very first one that came out in 2000. There are five of these out now. Um, yeah, it hasn't been made in like 10 years, though. Last one is like 2011. Yeah, I think so. So it's been a while. But the first one is I never realized I watched it last night how anxiety inducing this film is. Yeah, th- like, just like, I don't know. I've like heard this thing that like, um, that like what, um, like some horror movies do is they like, cre- um, they like have a lot of like low frequency like like sounds like on their soundtrack or like just in the sound design and that like and for some reason that like low frequency just like causes a lot of anxiety in people and um so um i don't know if that if they did that for this movie but i just i just felt very tense the entire time like the entire time i mean like i mean like there's not really a lot of like 
you know, like lighthearted moments, you know, that no, like really at all. Tension. It's 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 just like a straight hour and a half of like, you know, just like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> so. I know. It, it actually, yeah, there were no. It was definitely not a scream like slasher type like parody. Mm-mm. Like it's definitely just like, holy fuck, how is this person gonna die? Yeah. <laughs> and like, what is it? Is it really going to be this crazy? I, I happen to think that that the car scene at the end, near the end, when the girl like is trying to escape all this crazy death that's coming from like every fucking angle was a little dramatic. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, a few, I mean, I, the, the the scenes were a little over the top. Yeah, um, just, just a tad. Just, just a little. I don't. <laughs> know if um i don't know if like alcohol is as flammable as it seems to be in like yeah (laughs) and i don't know how um, many people have like just a welding shop in their garage like outside yeah i mean um i i don't know that many people off the top of my head either um yeah, any. <laughs> I don't think I no. know any. <laughs> this is so crazy. And the the plane one, I think I find more scary because that actually like could happen. Oh yeah. Well, the the plane crash scene is just like horrifying. Just yeah, it's so real. And um and um like um, have you ever seen the movie Alive? No, but I read the book. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, I had to read the book in school. Um, like um, I like saw that movie at a relatively young age, and the plane crash scene of that movie always like stuck with me just because it's like it's seem it's like so scary mm-hmm. um and um not surprisingly i had a lot of anxiety about planes when i was younger and i wonder where it came from <laughs> so dude what are what are some really scary plane crash sequences i'm trying um, to think like um the fight club one i thought was kind of scary oh yeah i oh yeah that's a good one that um, one was kind of scary the one in world war z I thought yeah. it was kind of scary too because when Brad Pitt's like sus- like when the plane has crashed and he's in his seat still mm-hmm. and like I was like oh god they never show you aftermaths like yeah. they always show you like a plane in midair like something happening and then you just don't know but when he crashes and he's like survived but there's like metal like sticking in him and like yeah. he's in the yeah. seat and he has to like get out of the belt and like drop and like that was really fucking scary yeah <laughs> like, um well, I think that's one of the things about these types of movies that, um, like, kind of get me is that, um, like, they're like they don't cut away at any point during these like horror sequences. Yeah, they, they like stay in the scene for like a really uncomfortably long time, and um, you know, you're just like, Ugh, I, I just want this to end. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. You know, like, please just stop. <laughs> I know you're like, oh my god, please, like, what the fuck. Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah. I'm just like, oh. Um, so what were your first thoughts on it? When did you first see this? Um, so um I think it came out in March of two thousand. Um, so I'm I'm pretty sure that I saw it in while well, I was in high school at some point, because I'm pretty sure that I rented it. Um Yeah, I think I rented it too. And um I um I I I I I just thought it was cool that um like um like I, I guess because this is like you know, during the Scream era, and, like, I know what you did last summer, and I just find it, I guess, refreshing that there wasn't, like, a killer, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, um, you know, like, you know, I mean, you know, how are you going, I mean, unless you're Buffy, how are you going to defeat death itself? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Buffy, when did Buffy do, there's a really good episode of Buffy where she, wasn't she, she had that fever. Yeah, I thought. And it was like only, that, we should have done a whole like Halloween episode on all the terrifying Buffy ones. Like, yeah. Hush, that one was also pretty scary where it was mm-hmm. like this monster that like killed children mm-hmm. or something or like took them when they were really sick, like made them really sick and only they could see them. But then she had to like, there's a lot of things where she had, oh, the, oh, the fucking scary house one in the frat. Oh, oh yeah. that yeah. one's so good. That was a good one. That one's so good. There's a lot of really great Buffy episodes that are kind of Halloween based even though the whole show is like kind of a monster show but yeah but yeah it's it's so funny we were talking earlier off offline about how she would just manifest this death into a real thing and just kill it <laughs> totally yeah and, um yeah it's weird i'm um ever since you and mike and myself recorded the buffy episode last week i have like been watching like the show non-stop so <sighs> riley is trash i cannot stand him i mean <sighs> i mean I mean, I, I mean, I, I have to say, her boyfriend in, in the movie was pretty horrible, but I like him more than I do Riley. So, Ooh, like, that's a hot take. Hot take. <laughs> Super hot take. That's so funny that you rented this. Like, yeah. I, I definitely rented it, too. It's definitely, like, uh, probably, I guess, the same year, mm-hmm. around 2000. I said, this movie gives me intense anxiety, but Devin Sawa, do yeah. we remember? do you remember Devin Sawa? He was, like... In Casper, Idle Hands. Um, yeah, I um, I I, I enjoyed Idle Hands. Like that, that, yeah, so, that, that was, was like funny. so so dark, but it just made you laugh at the same time. So. Yeah, that's on the list to do. That came oh, nice. out in '99. It's really funny. I was actually gonna do that. Was one of the ones I was gonna do for Halloween, but uh, yeah, I was just like Final Destination. I don't know where this came from. Isn't I was just like Final Destination. <laughs> isn't Seth Green in Idle Hands? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Jessica Alba. Oh, like okay. her first movie, I think, and the guy, the redhead guy, who's like friends with them. I don't know his name. Yeah, um, I, I'd say that Devin Sow was like the king of like you know two thousand, like the year two two thousand, or not the king, but you know he he was he was fairly successful. Yeah, he's very. Um, he was also in SLC Punk. Yeah, he was Sean who took all that acid. That was pretty good. <laughs> he's one thing interesting about him is that he isn't like I don't know if I've ever seen him in anything dramatic, as in like a drama, mm. not like a horror movie. But he's very physical. Yeah, I feel like he's always like flailing and like running and like being like really physical. And he's very physical in Idle Hands. Like oh, it's really? a very like physical comedy thing. Yeah, because his hand is like possessed. Right, right. So like he is at he very much acts like, you know, like he has to act like his hand is possessed. You know, yeah. it sounds like it's easy to do, but I feel like it would be kind of hard. I mean, I imagine it's probably hard to like pull off with like comedic timing, you know? Yeah. And like um, you know, to like I, I guess anyone can do it, but it takes a like very talented person to do it well. Yeah, um, totally. Totally. But I think he's kind of underrated. Yeah. I, I don't know where he's been lately. Um, I haven't really seen him. Well, I checked him out on IMDb, and I think he's been working steadily for the last 20 years or so. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. I just haven't seen him on anything lately. Um, cool. He's from Canada, isn't he? I think so. Cool. Um, oh, there's also... I, don't, I can't remember what it was called. There's like this movie that came out in like 94 that he was in, and I think it was about three, three brothers, and I think it was like a Disney movie. And for some reason, oh, they're, like, yeah. they're, they're, like, moving to the wild and, like, live off the land or something. I feel like yeah, you're right. 
Um, Let's find out. And like it has the guy who Julia or who uh, Nev Campbell dated from um, from uh, um, Party Five, I think. Scott. Yeah, well, he was also in Now and Then. Oh, he was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is another like big uh, movie. I'm trying to find out what the name of that one is. It's like, is it? It's like Wild, Wild America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wild America. Uh, oh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, this is an old one. Three brothers who are obsessed with animals are given permission from their parents to travel around America with a camera documenting wildlife. What? That's amazing. I know. 97. Wow. Holy shit. Okay, I kind of want to watch this. Yeah, like, just to see. Yeah, that sounds really cool that the parents are letting these, like, young kids like go out across america it's pretty cool actually i think one brother's older oh okay scott barristow yeah was he the one you julia dated in party five no scott he might have been in party five but he was the guy who was in party five was michael gorgian oh he was in slc punk okay okay he was harold bob the one that she got pregnant with okay that that boyfriend i don't know of any others that she had on that show. A lot of those like n- mid nineties actors kind of blurred together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, totally. They totally had a type. Jonathan Taylor yeah. Thomas was like the shit. Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah. he was the shit, you know, he was like everywhere, all the tiger beats, all the bop magazines. Yeah. It was yeah. kind of embarrassing. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, um, yeah, all I have for yeah, I saw this rented. I okay, so I have seen the second one, and I have seen the Final Destination, which is the fourth one, the only one they didn't name, like okay. Final Destination Four, which is kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one after that is Final Destination Five. The one in uh, two thousand nine, I saw at a drive-in theater with okay. my buddy Chris when I was driving across country. Was that that's the, the one? Was that is the final one? No, there's one in two thousand eleven, which okay. I did not see. That's the fifth one. Okay. So yeah, I've seen three of the five, uh, but no one I think from the originals in any of the others. I think I think Ali Larder comes back for the second one. Oh, does she? I think so. Oh yeah, you're right. But Devin Sawa doesn't. No. Okay. I yeah. I think that his character is killed off screen or something. Well, they said that they would be, but he was alive in the end when that sign came down. Yes. Well, I think the sign kills like, Jack and kills Jack from Dawson's Creek. Then, I'm just gonna call him Jack. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's essentially what he is. I mean, we can like try to stick to character names, but for me, he's always. Oh, I, I don't know. I was just thinking about that that episode while I was watching this movie when like Jack is like forced to come out of the closet. Oh God, I watched that one the other day when Pacey is like, "I'll read it." I was like, "Oh God, Pacey is so perfect." I know. How do how did we even get here to even <laughs> thinking that Dawson was somewhat respectable? I know. He's- watching it over again, Dawson is awful. Oh yeah, he's horrible. Um, I don't know, and I just don't understand the whole thing about how he was willing to like forgive, like quote unquote, forgive Joey for like having a relationship with Pacey, but like he wouldn't forgive Pacey for the yeah, same thing. It's like, well, they didn't do anything wrong, so like, no, you dole out forgiveness. Like, and they was, weren't even dating. Yeah, like at all, and she liked Pacey better. Duh. I mean, we all he like Pacey better. <laughs> like, everyone does. Like, he did way more for her than Dawson ever did. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. Even the, even in the span of, like, a whole year, like, that whole season where things came together, like, he did more for her. And you pawned her off on him yeah. in the first season and didn't want to be bothered with her. So, like, what the fuck, dude? 
Yeah. Like, the, come on. The, the like, um, last few episodes of season two and, like, most of season three are, like, probably my favorite, like, like st- stretch of, like, episodes. Yeah, I was watching season four and I always fall off around, like, right before the prom when you can tell their relationship's, like, about to implode and it's, like, really intense. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. And the college season is just like, I, I still can't bring myself to watch it. Like I've seen it, but I never, I always stop after four. I'm like, I don't, the college thing. No. Well, it's just, I I just find it kind of, it's just hard to enjoy. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just not very entertaining to me. Yeah, it's true. And I'm curious Um, to see what they're going to do with Riverdale. Yeah. Because they're jumping five years ahead. I'm curious to see what that's like nowadays in like a teen drama because i feel like dawson's creek should have done that mm-hmm. like it when it was on but they wouldn't but now i'm kind of curious like okay what are they going to do when they jump them out of college because naturally people go to college different places yeah if they if they want to go like so yeah i'm trying to see like how that will be but who knows when things are coming back yeah who knows <laughs> it's all a mess um let's see so behind the scenes i just have a few notes the budget was 23 million dollars which is a lot which i'm sure was probably made used on like computer graphics it has to be yeah i'd say the computer graphics for the time period were done quite well yeah um, they're pretty good yeah yeah it's got to be most of the budget but this movie made 113 million oh yeah it, yeah it, it, it was a big every, deal everyone loved this movie yeah <laughs> it was like such a big deal um yeah it came out like we said in march 2000 the original story is by jeffrey riddick and it was originally written as a story for x files oh interesting yes which um, i find so interesting well i believe the director james wong was a writer for for the x files oh um, cool and um i think he also has done a lot of work on like american horror story um oh, i knew that name looked familiar um yeah so i think this is all sort of like generated as like part of a um um x files episode um oh and, cool like um um and like x files like back in like you know like mid 90s was like so scary <laughs> yeah well did were you an x files fan i um I, honestly it was too scary for me to watch on television um yeah like, same i um like I, i've since gone back and like watched it since it's ended um have you watched the whole show yeah yeah. Oh wow. Um, I um a lot of the alien stuff gets like really kind of like uh con- convoluted, like you know, uh. kind of like towards the end. But you have like you know a, a werewolf episode and a vampire episode, and you know it's um like movie of the week or like monster of the week type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, we were watching some of the newer X Files. With Mike, I think, yes. a while ago. Yes. Well, I think that it got, like, a reboot for, like, mm-hmm. a, a, for like a certain n- n- number of episodes. Um, yeah. For, like, two or three years ago, I think. Yeah. And I think there was an episode where, like, Shangela from RuPaul's Drag Race is in it, which I always... What? Did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no way. I don't remember that. I didn't watch all of them. I think I watched, like, the first, like, three. Mm. Or something. But yeah. Oh, man. Is it on? I'm sure it's somewhere. Uh, yeah. I... Um, I don't know. I, I think the most of the old the original show is on Hulu, I wanna say. Um Yeah, I figured it'd be somewhere. But Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so do you have any other notes? That's all I have. I don't have too many. Um yeah, I don't I don't have too many. Um I have like notes about specific scenes that oh, okay, I, I cool. read, but so I'll just try and um add those in as we get 
Cheatham. Sweet. Well, let's jump into the story. Okay. So they are in high school, right? Or have they graduated? I think, I think, I think, I think they're high school seniors is sort of the gist I got. Okay. So Alex, who's Devin Sawa, who we may call Devin, we may call Alex. We can't promise we'll stick to either one. But um, so you find out that he's going to Paris with his senior trip or Mm -hmm. senior class. And he's like, you know, packing his bags and stuff. And is, you know, the luggage tag. Yes. That like is on, you know, the luggage tag that's on your bag. He's like, I think his mom or something is going to rip it off or mom or his dad. And he's like, no, 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 don't rip it off. It's like bad luck. Like you're supposed to keep it on until they replace it with a new one. And then she's, the mom's like, Oh, whatever. And she just rips it. And it's like a slow motion rip. Like, (laughs) Oh shit. Like that was probably like the catalyst that set the whole thing in motion was like her ripping off the luggage tag. My question, this is almost like urban legend, like kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Like superstition and like urban legend type thing. Do you keep your luggage tags on? I, um, I didn't realize how big of an impact this scene had on my life, but I did the exact same thing. Same. I still <laughs> keep them on. Yeah. I got anxious when I saw that slow motion rip. I was like, Oh, fuck. I mean, I mean, it's like fine. The flight and just tear, 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 oh, tear, yeah. tear the tag off. Like I don't care if they die, but like, you know, <laughs> But like, mom, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Are you crazy? Um, and then we find out we like get to them like going to the airport. They're all getting there. And we find out that Jack from Dawson's Creek is like the typical jock. Yeah. And he has some girlfriend who whatever. And <laughs> Michael yeah. from Roswell. <laughs> if you watch Roswell. Oh uh, yeah. I um uh, I, I I was really surprised to see him. And I still have so much anger over the fact he ended up with Maria. Like I just we can't even talk about. I, I just yeah, it's just horrible. Season like, three is garbage. Yes, season, I thought season three kind of fell apart of Roswell. Season one is good. Season two gets a little into like nerd territory. Yeah, you know? with that those pods and that other girl. Oh no, it did, it got weird with Tess in season one, right? When that yeah, well, the Nisado. Yeah, well. There's like that, but then there's also like a, that storyline season two when like the alien crystals start to like you know possess people. Oh yeah. And like you know, there's something about trying to find the granolith. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, then then of course after you're watching this, you see like as you're watching the show, executive producer directed by Jonathan Frakes. You're like, this is some <laughs> Star Trek shit right here. Like this is really in the weeds. I have to make a notes like of yeah. like what all these things are. But yeah, season one is is great. Yeah, I think season one is like a really really good strong first season. And Max Evans, woof. Oh yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> so good. You know, like I don't know, I just love that that actor too. Like he like guest starred in like an episode of Buffy, and like that's like, oh like, yeah, that was such a great Buffy. That's like a great episode. And then he also was like a recurring character in like the beginning of season two of Dawson's Creek. Where mm-hmm. I, I think um, I think the character of Abby referred to him as a walking penis at some point. <laughs> oh, like. Yeah, she did. Yeah, <laughs> and I think he like knew and didn't care. He was like so inappropriate. Oh, like yeah. he yeah. would never be written in today's uh, scant like whatever times. Like so like completely problematic. He, he essentially was- like talked about how he was going to force girls to have sex with him and like laughed about it. 
Yeah, he was like a walking Me Too scandal. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely was. But Max Evans was so not. Oh, like, yeah. it was like he played such different people. Max was like so sensitive and brooding. And there was like that great episode when like Kyle got him drunk and he, like, his personality was like, I know. He was, was just so fun. <laughs> just like went so, like, yeah, different, like so unhinged. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, Michael from Roswell is in here with Jack from Dawson's Creek. This is like a WB. This was WB heavy times mm-hmm. at, in 2000. So, people definitely know them. Um, so, we're seeing like all the class, you know, and they're all like milling around. I love how the fucking teacher like cursing out the Hari Krishna guy at the airport. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote weird. Um, why? And I also texted this to you uh, last last night that this is totally the kind of teacher who would pull a Mary Kay Letourneau. Oh, yeah. Like, what purpose did she serve? Was she a subject teacher or she seemed like she was like someone's like somewhat functioning alcoholic older sister who decided to like go along to like watch her brother. I'm going to say she seemed like an English teacher to me. <laughs> Do you think? I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think they, they ever say, but she just strikes me as like the, as like someone with the personality of like an English teacher. So. She totally does. Yeah. Like, um, Especially when she grabbed that vodka bottle. Oh, <laughs> she, yeah. She, 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 in her house. she just, like, committed to that scene, like, fully. <laughs> fully, totally. And I was like, everyone would do this. <laughs> everyone would fucking do this. So, also, I wrote Flying Pre-9-11, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, year before. I guess there weren't any rules back then. <laughs> so. It seems like everyone was just at the gate. There was hardly any security, really. I mean, there were yeah. some like security, like mall or not mall cops, like airport cops, but it wasn't to the level that we have now, which is also another like 2000s moment, I guess, if you could yeah. say that. I wrote all jocks are dicks in every movie, like mm-hmm. every movie. So Jack is like a complete dick. Oh, and Stifler's in it. Stifler, yeah, of course. Stifler from American Pie, Sean William Scott, whose last name is Hitchcock. Yeah. And I read, too, that a lot of the characters' names are named after horror directors. Oh, interesting. So that's pretty interesting. Like, Browning um, is a famous director as well. Like, almost everyone's character name. Okay. So that's pretty interesting. But yeah, he's Hitchcock for obvious Um, reasons. Well, it's it's strange because uh, Sean William Scott and... Smith, like I think, usually play the opposite characters of what they play in this movie. Like Stifler is like so good at playing the asshole, mm-hmm. and you know, like Kurt Smith is really good at playing like the sensitive guy. Um, what was that movie? Wasn't he in some like werewolf movie with Pacey? Oh, cursed! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, was Sean? No, wait, who was who in that? Was Kurt Smith? No, it, it was like it was John think... William Scott. I know Christina Ricci was in I it too. Kurt Smith and like. I want to say, it could be Jesse Eisenberg. Maybe, maybe. Um, Who else was in that? Oh, Milo Ventimiglia was in that too. I haven't seen that in a long time. Wait, let's um, see. Who else is in that? It, um, let's see. Um, yeah, I, I know Curse was Christina Ricci and Pacey, right? Pacey, yeah. And, um, what's his name from Social Network? Oh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg? Yes, Jesse okay. Eisenberg. It says here Scott Foley and Skeet Ulrich are in it, too. Oh, wow. But I don't remember them being in it, but it's been a long time since I've watched that movie. It's actually really funny. Oh, apparently he's in Riverdale. Who? Kurt Smith. He plays the principal? Yeah, he's the principal. He's oh, the principal. Oh, okay. That's so he's weird. a honey. Yeah, I watch Riverdale, people. Get get with it. <laughs> I 
wanted to watch Riverdale. I, um, I didn't finish the last season. But. I, uh, I, I, watched the, I watched the first two, and I enjoyed them. I just haven't gotten around to watching three and four yet. Uh, three is pretty good. It, we're getting a little in the weeds now. Okay. We're getting a little strange, but R.I.P. Um, Luke Perry. Oh, I watched no, it I up until him. yeah, I watched it up until his like uh, it was really rough. Like the next season when they at, oh. had him, yeah, Wait. like when they had to. Explain. Is it the Forsaken? Is that what I was thinking about? Oh yeah, Kara Smith and Michael are in that. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, the Forsaken. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. The weird world. <laughs> no, it's a vampire movie, I think. Okay. Okay. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one's so fucking weird. <laughs> that movie's so weird. Yeah, they're in that, and Jonathan Sheck is in that. Oh okay. Yeah, who's also in Doom Generation? Oh oh, I like him. He um he played um the uh the like oldest son in Independence Day, right? To Randy Quaid's character. Oh, that's James Duvall. Oh he's okay. In, yeah, he's also in Doom Generation. Okay. But he's the one that's dating Rose McGowan. He's also in tons of Gregor Rocky films. James Duvall is so cool. Okay, yeah. I love in, like, all three. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, let's see. So, yeah, I wrote, there's such weird signs everywhere. It's weird that he's, like, staring up at that flight board that keeps switching. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was, like, looking at it like, yeah, this is how they used to be before digital. I mean, have you ever been outside the house before? Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is what they did. Even, like, the trains and shit, like, they flipped. Yeah, that's how it worked. I was like, "What is he looking at?" I mean, like, I think he's looking at the time, and like all these numbers are corresponding together. Yeah, I mean, I do sort of get the sense this is like the first time he's like been on a trip overseas, like you know, has to be. and he like is going alone. So, um, just um, I, I I do sort of get that this whole like sequence leading up to um, just like how you get sort of like get get consumed by like you know like just like strange details, mm-hmm. you know, just as a way to kind of like cope with like travel anxiety i suppose that's true and now that we have this was also just seemed so weird that we haven't traveled in so long Mm -hmm. and planes are just not a normal thing i mean i know people are are still traveling but it's not obviously like it was before yeah um so it's weird to see like packed airplanes and packed airports yeah i'm not going home for thanksgiving or christmas so oh you're not (laughs) no you're gonna stay here, yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. There's it. I guess it could be worse. Yeah, <laughs> it could. Nuts. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of nuts. Then, um, okay. So the flight number is weird. Is one eight zero. Yeah, which also was like the clock number. Like yeah. his yeah. clock, like the eight was like fucked up, and it like turned into an eight. So it was, like one eighty as a time, like back the day before uh, his birthday is like the 25th no 925 which is the flight time that it leaves yeah which is weird um and then they then he's in the gift shop and it's playing that like american pie song yeah that's about the car crash they're about the airplane crash of like buddy holly yeah yeah so that's like it's like all this shit happened i said oh my god so they get into the plane and that fucking baby's crying and then michael i think is it michael or is it jack or Michael's from the guy from Roswell. They're like, oh, come on. Like, God wouldn't take this plane down. Look, there's a baby. And then there was a guy who had, like, um, some, like, something. There were, like, a bunch of things. There was, like, a mom and a baby. Then there was, like, a guy who was, like, physically handicapped, I think. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, no, like, we're fine. Like, nothing is going to, nothing is going to take this place. Nothing's going to take this plane down. Like, I guess he thought that. 
going yeah. through, walking through. Yeah. Um, and then those two girls in his class are like, are like, can you switch seats? We want to sit together. And like, whoever his friend was like, no, don't do it. I was like, so you think that like, they're going to say, he's going to say no. And then you're both going to be forced to sit with this girl who doesn't want to sit with you. I mean, yeah. Who's not going <laughs> to do the whole flight. Like, no, why wouldn't you just switch? And he was like, oh man, like, come on. Like you ruined my shot. I was like, you had no shot. Calm down. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, um, for the, that that scene, I was just like, I mean, that's just kind of like you found your seat. You're like already kind of like you know on edge just because you're you know like you're like okay, I'm I'm on the plane. I found my seat, and you can see when he sits down, he's just like, oh, thank God, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, he, and then and then when they're like, can you switch with us? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, Krista, I'm not gonna switch with you. <laughs> and he's in row twenty five, which is his birthday. Yeah, just kind of crazy. I was like, oh God. So then I said, yeah, Hitchcock is really that kid's last name. So weird. I was like, I don't miss flying in COVID times. I'm so anxious. Like <laughs> the whole time, like his tray table buttons broken. His And he's like, oh, God, so annoying. And, like keeps flipping up. So he's like sitting with the guy now. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I mean, I think he turns on like the air thing the mm-hmm. air condition thing and it's just like everything is like what's gonna happen like i know something weird's about to happen and i don't know what it is yeah. and then um i was like oh watching this whole scene and then just the whole entire like the whole the crash sequence essentially begins like they're flying up and they're like ascending really you know sharply and then all of a sudden like shit just starts rattling and fucking like this starts breaking the tray table won't stay the fucking everything's shaking the fucking things come down like the bags are shaking yeah. i'm like oh my god this is i can't it's <laughs> like um, i don't know if i could watch this <laughs> i um i for, for this scene the only thing i wrote is turbulence is so much fun <laughs> <laughs> oh no i was gonna ask you do you have any flight horror stories like any near like whoa um, have you ever what? been like terrified on a plane not in not in the sense I was afraid for my life. Like I I've like gone on these school trips. Um, like yeah, you have. Like um, I went to um Italy when I was a junior in high school, and um, I'm just saying Italy is really cool. But going to Italy with like a bunch of your high school class and you know the g- general attitude is like great. That was a good pasta. What are we doing now? You know, <laughs> when can we drink? <laughs> I was like, why do we have to go see another fucking chapel? <laughs> Is that what people said? <laughs> people were not pleased to like be tourists. I <laughs> wow. And then you went to Germany and that one was like a bit more scandalous, I think. Um, yes. Well, um, someone got deported. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my god that's just or, insane like not, not not deported but they got sent home yeah um, yeah they got sent home yeah but, that's insane um, and then um and then when i was a uh when i was a senior in college i went on a trip to kenya with, with oh, dog, yeah. which was really fun yeah that was like once in a lifetime yeah so cool yeah they're super rad um, I don't have any flight stories either. I think I've had like intense turbulence at some times. Yeah. Before, but I don't think I've ever like, I've never been on a plane where the oxygen masks have come down. Yeah, same. 
if um, I had, I don't even. I mean, I, that's one of my greatest fears. I mean, the I mean, things I worry about are on flying or like whether or not I can get an aisle seat just because I have long legs and like you know, and like, there's a child like God help you. I mean, children don't, on planes don't really bother me that much as long as like they're contained. You know, like, <laughs> that's true. As long um, as they're in that little bag that sits under your seat, right, yeah. <laughs> like a fucking dog. Um, God. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Like like what I wanted. What I want what I want to do on like overseas flights is like try and fall asleep as quickly as possible and i just cannot do it like i mean let me let me tell you about fucking mike over here that (laughs) we do episodes with i've been on planes with him like maybe like three or four times and we went to iceland together and we went to italy together we went to iceland um and i was like super nervous it's the first time i ever flew first time i left the country so i was like super nervous this motherfucker passes out before we even begin takeoff. Oh, I'm so jealous. So <laughs> jealous. He stayed asleep the entire time. Wow. Like the whole time. I mean, like he would wake up and kind of like, you know, be like, oh, hey, what's up? But like he <laughs> didn't do anything. Like I was like trying to furiously read books. I had my disc man out. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had an iPod or like whatever the fuck. And I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. Like we're flying over ocean. If we crash, this is it. Like, yeah. There's no getting out of this. We're not even flying over land. Not that land's any better, but but I was like, oh my god! And he's just like passed out, and then he like wakes up, and I'm like, it's time to go. Nudging <laughs> <laughs> him, me looking like shit, hair everywhere, looking crazy, and he's just like, oh, okay. I had his little eye mask on. I was like, so he's a traveler. He's like yeah. probably just a traveler because <laughs> he can um, fall asleep anywhere. I'd I'd say one of the smartest travel decisions I ever made was like um was like when i traveled to kenya we had a 14 hour layover in london and um like um and like, i had not slept like on the entire flight over so i was like exhausted and so people were like planning on like going sightseeing and getting something to eat Damn, and um like in retrospect i do wish i'd done that but my first goal was to find a hotel room and like sleep until it was time to leave. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean that is a really good idea. That is a really um, smart idea. And um and it worked because I like for the entire flight from London to, to Nairobi, I was completely rested and like I was awake nice. the entire time. So like, yeah, good plan. Yeah, because even if you were gonna do sightseeing, you'd be so exhausted. You'd have to leave your bag somewhere. Yeah, and like I'm, you're, I imagine you're so tired, you just can't really process anything. You know? Like, yeah, you totally. Really like enjoy it, but. Um, so we find out it was a dream and he like wakes up furiously after everything is like crashed. And he's like, had this intense premonition, I guess it's a dream, but I guess it's more described as like a premonition or like some kind of ESP. I have no idea how that this randomly would happen to him. And I guess it's never happened before. Cause he definitely seems like this is the first time it's ever happened. And he just makes this giant scene on the plane. Like (laughs) everyone gotta get off i see the planes about to crash blah 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 so then we've got jack and then we've got stifler and, then, and, then, and like and my and like jack's generic early 2000s girlfriend yeah um and oh, like, oh my god sit down alex you're ruining <laughs> our whole trip i, I mean Fuck this <laughs> i mean to, to to be fair to alex this is like a lot of these thoughts are the exact thoughts are going through my mind when I'm on a plane. So, you know, I, I guess the difference is you can't really say them out loud anymore. <laughs> so. Yeah, especially now. Yeah. I feel like you would have just been escorted off. They'd be like, especially after what happens, like the plane eventually actually does blow up. Like, how did you fucking know that? 
Yeah. Like, did you do something? Did you know something? And you just were trying to make it sound like another thing. But yeah, it definitely was like really intense. I think there's seven of them that all get taken off the plane. They're like, all right, we're going to leave. You guys all have to go. So they're in the lobby, fucking at the gate, screaming at him. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, you've ruined our trip. Jack's just being super Jack and douchey. Not Jack, but he's being like super jockey. Yeah. Um, And then, oh, and then um, this is one of the things I thought was really interesting is um there's this because i think both of the teachers get like get like kind of like stuck in that whole pack that's like taken off the plane mm-hmm. and um like um the uh the uh mary Kay letourneau teacher like apparently has a conversation with the pilot this is like please i understand i'm really sorry but like i have 40 students going to paris we i like have to have they need an adult with them on the on the plane oh and, yeah um, so the pilot agrees to let um, one of the teachers back on the plane. I think it's the French teacher. And um, I thought it was cool because apparently that entire scene was like improvised on 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 this on the spot. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Um, or I think like the conversation was. Um, oh wow. But yeah. Like you go, but like no, you're the French teacher. You go. Yeah, yeah. And then Jack's like, oh, I'm so pissed. We're going to miss half a day in France because of you and blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude. I was like, well, in any case, all the fucking plane explodes. That was really fucking scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was and the glass breaks, like all the glass breaks. And they're like, oh, my God. And there's no survivors. So Michael from Roswell was on the plane. Yeah. So it kind of sucks that we don't see him anymore. I wish that they could have replaced him with like Stifler. I feel like Stifler, like... He didn't really add a whole lot to the... No, like, he was pretty dumb, and his death was pretty inventive, I have to say, but... Yeah, that's good. But, but I don't... I I didn't like... I like him playing the asshole. I don't think he can play this, like, kind of dumb idiot, but not an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just, like, a dumb idiot. He didn't have, like, any other personality to him, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. So then they come back, and... They're being questioned, like, all in, like, the back room of the airport. Like, what the fuck? Why did you guys leave? And, you know, they just literally say, like, he screamed and freaked out. We got into a fight, and then they pulled us off. So they're still wondering, like, how the fuck does this Alex could know? Um, They have a memorial for everyone that died on the plane, like, at their school, I'm assuming. It's at Mm -hmm. the school. I said, why does everyone hate him? Why is everyone looking around, like, to... Alex is there and they're all kind of like looking like they hate him. I'm like, he saved people's lives. Yeah. Well, I like, think that like, I, I think that like the parents of like his friend blame him because their son died. Um, well, like, why didn't you get him off the plane? Yeah. Like, and, why did you, just, like, you know, and then like, you know, like, J- like Jack is like, well, fine. You might have saved my life, but that doesn't mean I owe you anything. You yeah. Know? I was like, wait, you owe him everything. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you um, owe him at least common decency. And you then, know what I mean? And then, like, you know, and then, like, Stifler is like, oh, you're a psychic, you know? So, like, can you tell me if I have a chance with, you know, Chelsea, you know, Jorgensen? Oh, yeah, that's right. And he keeps mentioning how he should have, like, felt up this girl because now <laughs> he's going to die. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> like, and, and then I, I guess, off, like, dude. I, and then I guess, like, Al- Ali Lawton. kind of crazy. <laughs> so weird. And then I guess like Ali Larder's character is like is like very grateful and is kind of making like sex eyes at him. Um, yeah. Okay. We have to get into all of a sudden the shift when something has clearly been cut out of the film because <laughs> I don't even know when she went from like trying to help Alex and figure out what's going on to like calling him baby. 
later on. Okay, baby, let's go. I was like, wait, wait, when did this baby happen? And what the fuck's going on here? (laughs) Like, yeah, this is not not explained. (laughs) So I said, why is death everywhere? Is that appropriate for the memorial? That they like, like that guy's speech where he was like talking like his his speech was very like we never know when we're gonna die and it could be right around the corner i was like this is um, like that what be in bad taste <laughs> yeah i was like this is kind of inappropriate for the mem- for the memorial so then random uh sidekick number 45 whatever this guy's name is he's like one of the guys that got taken off the plane with them he's at home and this is probably one of my most terrifying um deaths yeah. is he's like at home in the bathroom and just like all these things start to come together the toilet water like leaks out but it's like following him yeah that was in, like, weird such a weird way like he walks and then he walks a different way and it like changes course and then he's like getting in the shower but i think clothes are hanging up pulls the the clothing lines out and then they get wrapped around the fucking shower yeah and then he gets strangled the fucking shampoo falls in the tub so he's slipping and he can't get out Mm. and he just that one was one of my most scary deaths because that one's so possible oh yeah yeah like so possible i'm like really freaked out in in showers in general Mm. um yeah it just really freaks me out so i'm like i think i was talking about this in the halloween one which you'll hear eventually but um, one of my biggest fears is like in california was being in an earthquake in the shower Mm. because like you're just you're most vulnerable when you're like wet and naked and completely off guard so yeah i'm not a big big shower i'm not a long shower person for that reason because i'm like afraid it's gonna happen so that one's really fucking scary and then after he dies like the water creeps back yeah, that was weird because we never really explained that. Um, well, because it's death. Yeah. Death is coming for them. So they haven't figured this out yet, but death has a design and like a pattern. So these people are were supposed to die in a certain order and like supposed to die on that plane. So essentially the whole story is that like you will die no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like if you were supposed to die at one point, you'll find another way will like death will find another way to come and get you, which is really interesting. Like you were saying that it's it's cool that it's not a slasher. Yeah. It's not like someone doing this to specific people. It's just yeah. like this is how it's working out. Um, so then I said, uh, Alex goes to Clear. Her name is Clear, Ali Larder's character, which is yeah, kind of weird. It, um, it, it's, it, I, I, I didn't realize that. I thought her name was Claire, which, um, yeah. which I was like, all right, I guess, well, I'll just go with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's Clear. <laughs> um, and then I wrote, so he goes to see her, and I wrote, of course, Clear's a welder. She uses this time to sort of hit on him. <laughs> she's like i felt everything that you were feeling no i can feel exactly like what you're doing and like i personally think ali larder's finest moment was in legally blonde which will come like two or three years later after this because it's so good but like uh she's also one of those like weird like c-list actresses that was like in everything but nothing at the same time she was in varsity blues right Mm-hmm. Okay. she was in varsity blues i think she was in um some other things let's see what else has she been in ali landry there was or there's ali landry and there's ali larder oh ali larder. Okay. landry's the one that was married i think to like slater oh okay from uh oh she's in resident evil oh. i have not seen any of those I, i'm sorry is that the one with mila jovovich yeah mm-hmm. okay. i um, i think, I, that. He I, loves think it. I, I think i tried to watch it i, I was just like eh. 
<laughs> you know, there's a lot. Like yeah. there are like five or something. Oh yeah, she's she's done a lot. She's in Heroes, that show about, um, like uh, what do you call it? Like supernatural, like mm-hmm. superheroes kind of thing. Yeah, but she's in a lot of the the Resident Evil, so I'm sure a lot of people know her. But I happen to love her in Legally Blonde. Yeah, yeah, she was good. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's like really intense now. Like she's kind of casted as like the weird outcast girl in school. She reminds me of the girl from The Faculty. Oh, like uh, uh, Duvall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's she looks like she's supposed to be like that weird girl who welds and like maybe is a lesbian, but oh, surprise, she's not. Like that's kind of like how they play, like the how they like her trope, like how they did in the faculty, almost exactly the same as the faculty. It's like because she's wearing all black and she's not popular, she's got to be gay because yeah. she can't be like with the with the jock guy. You know and what I mean? Like there is that scene at the airport when we first meet him or we first meet her and she's like, you know, has like, you know, very, very like, I'm so deep by, because like, you know, the um, t- teacher is like, you know, there's like an announcement in French and she's like reading the Tropic of Cancer. Yeah. And like, <laughs> she, she, she can, she can read deep literature and interpret French at the same time. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> It's like, um, Oh God, I wrote, she feels him. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Um, so now she's like, I'm on your side. Let's find out what's going on. Let's take a fucking field trip to the morgue because why would we not, why would we not do that? I wrote, what was it with teens always breaking into morgues in like the late nineties? This thing, like every film, Buffy's got a few. Oh yeah. Yeah. uh, Morgue break-ins to figure out what's going on. Odd field trip choice, and I wrote ah Candyman, who's who's the the mortician. Um, yeah, I have to say I, I think the, his scene was probably my favorite one in the entire movie. Like it was pretty good. Like I mean, um, I I on like that that actor Tony Todd is just like has such like an awesome presence on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, he has like that deep like sonorous voice, and mm-hmm. you know, you're just like, can I pay you to read the phone book? Because oh yeah, because I am willing to to like I'm willing to do that. <laughs> I'm willing to do that. We have a list going of people that we wouldn't mind reading the phone book <laughs> to us. I would add um, Tom Hiddleston on that list as well. Oh, yeah. I also would not mind Sebastian Stan reading it to me in Romanian. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I, would, <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't have to understand R- Romanian if no, I, mean, I would not be against that either um i um i um i have at the top two tony todd Candyman, and the trivago guy oh yeah does anyone if anyone out there knows the trivago guy what up um i think his name is tim williams and he lives in germany <laughs> he got arrested oh he did <laughs> Yeah, I think I read that he got arrested for something like really crazy and weird. I was like, the Travago guy. Oh no, he wait, is he even doing those ads anymore? I don't know. I haven't seen him for a while. I haven't seen them in a long time. I um oh, he was arrested in April of 2019 for DUI in Houston. Oh well, I mean, we've all gotten a DUI. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I I I haven't gotten a DUI, but I mean, you know, he fell asleep. Oh well, that's. I mean, that's that's that sucks. I mean, at least no one was hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one was hurt. His his photos not bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his 
This is mugshot photos. <laughs> Not bad. Um, so yeah, the mortician tells them like in this ominous tone that like death has a design and you are not done. <laughs> like, yeah, you're all going to fucking die. And this guy, it says it's suicide. Of course, like his parents blame uh, Devin Sawa. Like it's your fault. He was so guilt ridden that his brother was on the plane. His brother is the guy from Roswell. Um, and that's how he died. And like, they're just like, no, we don't believe it. So that's why they went to the morgue. And I wrote, okay, Jack from Dawson's Creek is kind of hot. <laughs> I yeah. wrote, the well, angrier he gets is kind of hot. Yeah, well, he gets um, very unhinged. And, um, yeah, you know, it, definitely. It, um, it, is, it is really sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're outside, like, at, in the next scene, like, you see Jack has, like, this fucking 60s muscle car, because, of course, he does, exactly like Josh Hartner and the faculty. We are, we are definitely keeping with tropes here. We are not trying to be original <laughs> at all. This is almost the exact car that Josh Hartnett has in the faculty. Yeah. And they, like, pull up and they see Devin Sawa and Clear Chick, and they're like, what the fuck, man? Like, this is crazy that other guy died. Like, what's going on? And they're like, look, there's like a pattern forming. Like, I know you guys think I'm crazy. And they're like, this is crazy, man. This is, and, and his girlfriend's with him, but like, who cares? And then they're like, she's like, yeah, this is crazy, man. Blah, blah, blah. Like, why are you trying to ruin everything? What's going on? We don't know what's going on. So they're like, oh, fuck you, man. And they have some crazy fight. Literally, she turns around and just gets sideswiped by a bus. Yeah. Like, she's <laughs> gone. Blood on their faces. That was pretty fucking horrendous. Yeah. And she's just like, boom, gone. I that scene, like, um, I, I, it, um, like, um, I, I, it's horrible, but I, um, just watching it recently, I, I, I laughed. <laughs> like, no! <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny, but, like, <laughs> she's like she like gets at the end of this like grand speech and it's like bus yeah yeah it's true she does have a pretty like bitchy uh kind of speech where she doesn't want to listen to these people that obviously like i would listen wouldn't you listen i mean i i, I would like to think i would yeah i would like to think i would i don't think i would write them off i'd be like well shit i'm gonna hear what you have to say but then i'm gonna like do anything like is my choice but i'm gonna listen to you yeah i don't have to believe you but i can yeah. listen to you um, this is also, this does not tie into, but also ties into, I'm like deep into two different documentaries about that sex cult Nexium. Oh, nice. And um, I mean, don't say nice, Keith Ranieri. <laughs> a fucking ass and he's insane. And this whole thing just makes me completely question everything. And like, I don't want to join any more groups ever for any reason at any point. So yeah. like, don't come at me with your groups. Cause like, I will not believe anything. This is nuts. And like, this is kind of like, I would think that I would like, I just said, I would think I would listen to this person and not necessarily believe them, but I don't know. Yeah. I might be like, you're crazy. <laughs> like, this is nuts. I can't do it. Um, so then, okay. That the girlfriends died. So now like two people have died since this whole thing has happened. So there's five altogether or no seven altogether. There's five left, right? There's Stifler, Jack, Allie Larder, Devin Sawa, and the teacher. Mrs. Luton. Luton, that's her name? Yes, I believe so. Okay, so she's about to pack up and leave town because, because she's just terrified. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, and on on like a personal level, I do feel bad for her just because she feels she can tell she is just like so traumatized by like the yeah. crash and like she just she just needs to get out of town. And she's um, lived there her whole life. Yeah. Yeah. So she was talking to her friend, I think, on the phone, or mom, or so friend. Are they, lived here. Are they in like? Are they in like New Jersey? 
I think they're in Long Island. Oh, Long Island. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think they're in Long Island for some reason because I they're somewhere. Like they're somewhere in the tri-state area because I know that they're like at one point they're like, oh, come on, we can road trip and like go see the Yankees or right. like go to like Madison Square Garden or something. And I'm like, okay, well they're outside the city, but they're not that far because the airport's in Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. So Alex is like skulking around her front yard as she's like packing up and he's like looking for all this shit, like making sure her tires are okay on her car and like doing all this stuff. And she's like, of course I would do the same thing. She looks out of her window and she calls like these two FBI guys who've been like questioning them at the airport and they're trying to figure out like what's going on. They think this Alex guy could be involved. So they call and they come and take him away. And she's like, Oh, thank God. Like, that guy was skulking around. It's fucking weird. And then probably the scariest one happens. Like, this stuff I thought I thought was pretty fucking terrifying. Um, uh, she, she was making tea at first. And then she totally, like, something happened. It exploded. Or she dropped it. Oh. Because well, she ups the ante. And she's like, fuck this. What happened? Oh, yeah. So I was a little confused about this. But I guess she was originally making tea. And then... I guess, like, she sees the logo of the high school and she, like, freaks out and, like, just throws the hot water out. Um, and then and then after that, she, like, goes in for the vodka. And, yeah. Um, I guess, like, the temperature change causes the mug to, like, crack. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. And then she's pouring the vodka and, like, ice cubes and she's, like, dripping around the house. So she's, like... There's dabs everywhere. She doesn't see that it's cracked yet. And then she goes to plug in her computer. Another old school computer with those big backs. I know. And like the big vents, you know? Um, She's like bending down to plug it in. The fucking stuff is dripped in there. I was like, oh no. And that just fucking explodes. (laughs) It just catches fire like crazy. I was like, oh my God. So then it all like, that catches fire, which like, drips down to like the vodka part yeah and then like the vodka trail catches fire yeah and then um the, she does something and like the glass what glass breaks i think it's from like the screen or something oh yeah like or like from the or it's like shrapnel it's like shrapnel from the computer itself i think yeah and it fucking jabs her right in the neck yeah like the gla- yeah the screen part and then she like pulls it out so fast and i was mm-hmm. like oh that's the bad move. And she like pulls it out. So she's like bleeding ever. It's really traumatic. I was like, oh my God, this poor woman. Yeah. Like it's, she's like trying to get around. She like falls onto the ground and she's just like face up trying to help. She tries to grab that fucking rag mm-hmm. from on top of the knife block, which like shifts all the knives. And then she just gets stabbed in like the chest. Yeah. With like this big ass butcher knife. And I was like, oh my God. So then as this is happening, like Alex comes back to the house because I think they're like, I, I don't know what happened. Like they were going to question him or something. And they're like, let and he, they let him go. So he goes back to the teacher's house and then he's like going into the house. He's like, I got to warn her. I got to warn her that she's next. Cause he has like this flight plan mm-hmm. and he like tallies up like the explosion and the plane and like the path of the explosion and like everyone who's supposed to be in it. So she's next. So he was going to like warn people. He's not like, just being crazy and he's going to warn her. And then that's when like, he goes in and like sees what happened and she's still alive. And I think he like pulls out the knife. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, dude, I was like, what are you 
doing? I mean, his intentions were good, I suppose. But Guess? There, there is a woman whose house is on fire. She is on the kitchen floor, bleeding from multiple places with a knife in her chest. Yeah. Um, you might not want to like get your fingerprints on, on that thing. He's um, already gotten his footprints in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like through the blood anyway, which they find out later. But I'm like, yeah, dude. And then when he pulls it out, he looks at his hand and he's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. I'm just like, yeah, dude, no, you shouldn't have. And then he runs out right in time. And I think Stifler's rolling up. Yeah. And and then it's like, boom. Like, kaboom. Um, yeah, so she's gone. And that... It's fucking crazy. That was like a really nuts one. So then I love when they're all okay. So then they meet up with Jack, Allie Larder, Stifler, and Devin Sawa. So there's four now. So they're I love when they're all in the car in Jack's car, and they're like they're he's trying to tell them like yo, there's a pattern, and they're all like, well, who's next? Who's next? Like fuck, you're gonna tell me if I'm next? No, you're not gonna tell me. Oh my god! And it turns into this like Abbott Costello routine of like <laughs> who's next? No, I you didn't say anything, so it has to be me. And I'm like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> you're, all, you're all next okay like that's how it's gonna happen so then that's one of my favorite scenes where they're all fighting and then jack's like well fuck it i'm just gonna like drive really fast and kill us all because you know we can't figure out who's next if you know we're all gone i was like this is not a good idea but then it reminds me of that scene in the craft where like nancy blows through all those red lights yeah that was cool <laughs> <laughs> it was like very much like he's just driving through stop signs because he's like no if we already know we're supposed to die another way then we'll totally make it through i was like well this makes sense like yeah and they do they like totally get by that way and of course they're like driving on a train track and of course he's like i'm stopping on the train track you know because if i'm not supposed to die then i'll be able to move this car right away bad move dude mm -hmm. bad bad move this um the, the 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 like uh the the car scene leading up to the um train tracks it just seems like a very male way to like cope with something you don't really uh, understand yeah. like you know just be like well fuck it then you know <laughs> like, well you know if i i can't fight death then i'm just going to say you know then i'm just going to drive like a madman, you know? Yeah, like, this will solve everything. Yeah. <laughs> so. Another another example of this would be like uh, in films when you see people like die by like suicide by cop. Mm -hmm. Like like instead of them being arrested or whatever's going to happen, they just like aimlessly shoot their guns, like hoping that like something will happen because they have no way how to deal with it. Like that seems like it's what happens in movies or if they just have nothing left to lose, which made more sense in other kind of films. Cause you have this like deep character development and you know why they're doing this. Like it's usually not coming out of nowhere. Yeah. This is like, what the fuck dude? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, Keanu Reeves' character in Point Break when he jumps out of the plane without a parachute. <laughs> like, I, mean, I know. It's like, dude. Yeah. What? Like, what are you doing? Oh, another great one we'll have to review. That foot chase is some Oscar-winning shit right oh, there. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's probably, like, the longest chase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's such a good it's movie. It's so cool. In and out of doors, over, like, alleys, over in houses. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just... I love it. I think it's so cool. It's one of my favorite scenes in that movie. Um. So then we... Carter's Carter is uh I wrote Carter down. Carter is uh Jack and Jack's like in the car and they're all like get out the train's coming get out and throughout the whole film like 
Devin Sawa has these weird flashes of like he can kind of see it. Like he saw the front of the train yeah. before while he was in the car. So he kind of like knows like almost what's gonna happen, but not completely. And, so that's why he's trying to help them. And like and like before uh Ter- Terry the girlfriend died, he like saw like a image of of, of a bus in like the car. Oh yeah, that's though. right. Mm-hmm. Um, before the guy in the bathroom died, his magazine got caught up in the fan and then it like shredded and the name Todd, yeah. just like a piece of paper just flew onto his, his like whatever paper, like notebook. So he saw Todd. I think that's why he went to call him or that's why he went to his house. And then, and then like before the teacher died, he's like walking down the street and he sees like that guy burning like leaves and like the, and, like, yeah. the, uh, and, like the, uh, and like the debris sort of like floating towards like the teacher's house. Mm-hmm. So apparently if you're, if you're attuned enough, like death apparently will just let you in on everything. <laughs> yeah. We'll just literally <laughs> tell you all of its secrets yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, so then the car, so he's in the car and he's like, I'm just going to drive. I'll be fine. The fucking car doesn't start. Oh, and I think in this sequence, uh, what's his name devon sawa saw the seatbelt like his seatbelt was broken oh, yeah. in, like the back seat because he went to grab it and it was like totally broken so he saw the seatbelt i think some like in he was like oh shit so then he knew that his seatbelt wasn't going to be able to like get undone as he was going to get out of the car so he's like tra- diving in trying to get him out of the car before the the train comes they do just by a hair yeah and then the car like totally gets smashed and I was like, oh, and they're all like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's fucking crazy. So then you get this, like, total moment where Stifler is, like, yelling at them and telling them, like, you know, this is crazy, man. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right. He's standing alone. They're on one side of one, the camera. They're behind the camera. Something's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, something's going to happen crazy. And then, of course, you get this, like, you keep seeing this, like, piece of metal that's just kind of, like, wavering as the train's going by. So you know, like, oh, shit, something's going to happen. And then he just gets fucking decapitated. Yeah. <laughs> like, out of nowhere in front of them. And they're just like, What? Oh my god. So he's gone. So now we're just down to Allie Larder, Kara Smith, and Devin Sawa. Yes. And I love when they're like, I think it's like Clear and Alex, like Devin Sawa and, and uh the girl, they're like fighting, and then he's like, Jack's like, shouldn't you guys get out of here? <laughs> like, <laughs> like the cops are coming. She's like, My dad has a cabin. We'll be totally fine. We'll be totally fine. That was also really weird. Uh, this is when she actually mentions uh, oh baby, let's go. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's when she first says baby. I was like, baby, what? I was like, all right. <laughs> Um, so then she, the next thing you see is that like their, the dad's cabin apparently is like five miles away from their house. Like it's not very far. So they're at the dad's cabin or he is. And like, he's taped like everything (laughs) to the wall and like taped everything that's just like anywhere. So nothing can fall on him and like kill him. And he's just like talking to himself, like in the house, like, you're not going to get me. Try (laughs) it. Not going to happen. And then as he's eating, he's all like super weird when i was like why are you using a can that yeah. can lid could just fucking slice you well he does put those mittens on he- <laughs> <laughs> yeah that doesn't, that doesn't mean the thing can't fly up and just like lodge into his neck you know like if death's coming for you I, like it's coming for you i i didn't understand why he was eating cat food like that <laughs> yeah is that. that what it was i think it was it, it, like potted meat yeah it was it was something like that looked very unappetizing 
Yeah, it was something you take camping. Like yeah. something that doesn't need to be like heated up. You just like eat it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he has no exposed nails, no corners. I was like, I would be living in constant terror trying to cheat death. Yeah. And then I wrote, who is, the, who is he talking to? Will this ever end? <laughs> so I wrote, like, um, I don't even know when to stop like living like this. Well, I, I do sort of sympathize with him because as, um, um, because I, um, um, just as someone who is on the run from the law, um, you know, he just seems like he's very on edge. And um, I had an incident yesterday when I went to the grocery store, and um, I, uh, I, um, I, I, I took a can of tomato sauce off of the shelf, and I put it in my cart, and it fell out, and it exploded on on the ground. And um, I, um, I sort of didn't know what to do, and so I. Um, sort of look around looked around and took a beat just to see if there were any witnesses and so and so then i just continued shopping as if nothing had happened (laughs) that's awful i would hate to like have to clean it up and like know that there's cameras and i can totally rewind and (laughs) like i could watch you on tape well like looking around and seeing it fall looking around and seeing that you just anyone but like big ups to that person who had to clean that up <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean i i suppose i mean it's kind of splattered on my shoes and so it looked like i had just like walked through like a very bloody crime scene um and so um and so i um decided to cut my shopping trip short um and um you know i was just kind of like humming to myself much like devin sawa in the scene where i was like everything's fine <laughs> everything's cool everything i'm just going to get some milk <laughs> i don't even like asking people for help in any way like in any store and also makes me really anxious to return things oh yeah like i used to get so anxious when i was younger like I'm like, I don't like these pants, but I need to return them. And my parents were like, go return them. Like, what's the big deal? I was like, I don't like it. I feel such shame and judgment that they're like, why didn't you want this? (laughs) I just can't take it. So I just either like would give it away or like I would just ask my mom to return it or something. I'm like, I just don't want to do it. I don't like, I don't like when they ask me why I didn't want something with this like really distasteful look. Like, why are you returning this? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I didn't like it. Like, it's just so crazy. Um, so then, okay, Alex is like outside. I think he's trying to, like, why is he outside? Is he trying to warn clear now? Um, well, the, the like TSA people find him at the cab or, you know, clear tells the TSA people where he is. Oh, that's right. Great. Yeah. He's at the cabin. Go to the cabin to like, try and like find him because. It's fucking dark. Um, and then he managed to outrun them by getting to a canoe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but all these crazy things, I'm like, you're getting in a body of water? Like, I mean, why? Yeah. Like, that's even more scary. You'll definitely yeah. die in there. But of course, it's not his time. It's actually coming for Allie, right? Yeah. Because he's like, sk- he's trying to like skip people. Like, if he helps them, like he helped Carter, aka Jack. So he's trying to like, I think while he's in the cabin, he figures out that like he never actually switched seats with those two generic two thousands girls. Oh so, yeah. Like um so like so his, so, <laughs> so his so his like so his like calculations about the pattern that death is taking is like off by like one person. So uh. like, he figures out that like um I, I, 
that like he thinks that he's next, but it's actually clear he's like next target. I think. Yeah. So he's like <laughs> going to her house to warn her. Yeah, and I, I was, I, and I was, during the scene, I was like, I don't follow any of this logic, but sure. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? And I was like, oh my gosh, the lightning storm, trees are falling. He's like running through the fucking woods, getting almost like two inches or two centimeters from like a tree branch to the face. Yeah. And he's like, this is what I'm like, this and then, is great. And then he like almost drowns in like a puddle at some point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like face down in a puddle and he's like trying to get up. I was like, this is nuts like this is just like a bit too dramatic now so then i wrote this is all i just literally wrote this is all so dramatic now (laughs) that's what i wrote (laughs) and when he tries to go to clears um she is like outside she's like with the dog or something right she's like there's just like this crazy chain of events like she's outside with the dog then the like bolt on her pool gets loose which also leads to like her antenna from the tv like snapping electrical wire flying down water's coming down you think she's about to get electrocuted but she somehow like hops and sidesteps like into on the wall she's climbing that lattice thing that you can get into that house she breaks the window busts in the house something happens with the electrical system where all of the fucking how all of the things in her house start to explode like every possible (laughs) lamp or anything with an electrical current i was like this is nuts (laughs) like they're going overtime to try to get this girl so then she's like she gets into the car that's outside or though it's in the garage and she's like thinking that she can just reverse out because like this electrical wire is like is live but it's like flying around i read that that is not true if an if there's live electricity the wire doesn't move oh really like that like it doesn't yeah it it will shock like the grass and probably um you know like it like light something on fire like light the grass on fire or like other small things but it doesn't flail around like that like not that, that type so bad move on their part and then i wrote so he gets there, like Alex gets there, Devon Sawa, and everything's exploding all around her. There's like a fucking tank. The tank that she uses for the welding is like under the car. It's all just really crazy. Yeah, well, there she does make a very unintelligent decision to try and like back through the garage door without opening it. <laughs> yeah, and then of course the fucking and she's like clicking the thing. I'm like, the electricity's out, girl. Yeah. <laughs> that door's not gonna work. And of course she keeps going back. The thing's like separating from the top. And then like and then like the beam gets like lodged in like the rear window and she just can't move at all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway. God. And then he runs up and he's like come on, like, he's, like, outside the window, he's, like, you've got to stay in there, you're grounded by the tires, then there's this weird, like, love declaration speech going on, like, (laughs) I'm always with you, don't worry, you're not gonna be, like, you're not gonna be hurt, I'm here, I'm right here with you, I was, like, what? That doesn't mean anything, like, protect you from electricity? (laughs) Yeah, I was, like, what's going on? So then he somehow like gets her to like skips her and then he gets shocked all the way back into the garage and then it's yeah. just like white so you like don't know what happened and then it's like six months later i love a good time jump yes oh we're like so, months later. so i read that in the original ending he was supposed to die in this scene yeah i would think he would right yeah um but i think there's like this whole timeline where like you can like beat death by like bringing new life into the world or something and so, yeah, and so I think that, like, Clear was supposed to be pregnant with his baby. Oh, for 
<laughs> this is like okay is that why they like have a weird love declaration but never explain like anything about it yeah well i think i think that in like the i think that in like one version like the love story was supposed to be a lot more like you know clear haha <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you know it was supposed to be a lot more like prominent um and um, so I, I guess like he dies and gets electrocuted, and then she has a baby and like somehow like outsmarts death. So this vaguely sounds like some type of propaganda to like <laughs> not like to be having children or to save yourself from death kind of situation. Yeah. Like go ahead, go ahead and have all the babies you want, and then the United States government will not care for them at all. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like what the fuck? Like they were like, no, we need to change this. <laughs> like yeah. we're not going to do that. That's just crazy. So I, I do, I do like the, the ending that they, that they decided on. Cause I thought yeah. it went quite well. Yeah. So it's six months later and we see the three of them, which is Jack, Devin Sawa and Ali Larder. Like, so Jack is, uh, Jack's, fine obviously he's fine anyway mm. but so is devon sawa i'm like oh he's alive okay cool so he's there and they're all on a plane like and they're like we finally landed in paris wow Ooh. and when they get off the plane it looks suspiciously like vancouver <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, with a few like french signs here and there yeah. like, this is not france <laughs> so then they're like oh and i was like oh ali larder's blonde she's like looking more like hollywood now yeah she was like the dark hair which could be a wig who knows so i wrote okay so then they're all sitting around and they're like wow could you believe this like whoever thought six months ago we'd all be sitting around like talking together and being friends and then he pulls out that goddamn flight map (laughs) okay he needs like serious help like he's really tripping on the fact that like they still haven't died and like death could just be coming for them at any time to finish off what they started and i wrote I'm worried. <laughs> I'm really worried for Alex's safety. Like, cause he pulled out the map. They're all drinking and like having fun. And he's like, but guys look, <laughs> they're like, this was six months ago. Get over it, man. It's fucking crazy. Uh, no. Thank you. Buzz Killington. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, damn dude, like way to kill it. And then he, and of course, like all this weird chain of events starts to happen again. Yeah. And then, sign like is literally coming down right behind uh jack and then that's how it ends yeah so um yeah so, that's that's the end of the shebang so i um i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that i think jack dies <laughs> yeah i think so i think all three of them would right but yet um she is in the second film yeah so i, th- I think jack died and then i think devin salad so i think according to the second movie just um I think like Devin Sawa's character dies off screen and then oh, yeah. Clear checks herself into a mental facility and like makes a cameo at some point. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, she's in like a hot second. Mm-hmm. I think she like literally says like I think she's trying to save I'm looking here now, she tries to save a new people, a new group of people. Yeah, and I think this is um the like a uh, road pile up. That's like Yeah, it is. And this is the um this is the one too where they're told that new life can defeat death. Oh, okay. And they must okay. be alive long enough for one of the characters to have their baby, have her baby. Oh, okay. Because I think she was never supposed to die in a pile, in a pile up. Like it, it's a, it's really weird. The second one's actually not bad. I've seen it a long time ago. Okay. But it's actually not bad. It's worth watching if you liked this one. Yeah. But yeah, and the the final destination was actually really good. I saw it in like drive in like three D. Is that the NASCAR one? Uh, no, that is the um. Uh, 
car wash one and the um actually wait it does have the speedway one yeah yeah and then after that there's like a car wash one okay okay yeah that's true it is um and that's right the fifth one is the bridge one yeah it's not the bridge one yeah um so yeah i mean there's not i have for music notes there's not that much there's just a lot of songs like the john denver song there's a lot of john denver like yeah like a ton of john denver and things like alluding to car crashes i have there's a nine inch nail song playing in jack's car that says the words final destination (laughs) yeah um i think it's nine inch nails it sounds like trent trent's voice that's that's all I have for music. There's not much of a soundtrack, uh, which is kind of weird that they didn't capitalize on a soundtrack. Same with uh, Halloween H2O. Yeah. There was no real soundtrack. I'm surprised because they used to really capitalize off soundtracks mm-hmm. in the late 90s. Like That was a big deal. The fashion, I have hardly anything. It's just super 2000s. It's um, very like generic and regular. Yeah. I mean, um, Alex's clothes are not all that different from how I dress now. <laughs> so... Um... Oh yeah, you totally. know. I mean, like, um, um, yeah, totally. I mean, I, I guess Claire's. Claire, it's very like it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess Claire's supposed to be the super artistic one, but I was like, couldn't they get her a better outfit? <laughs> like, totally. Um, yeah, they should have. Anyway, that was the real. That was the real crime in this whole situation. I mean, I mean, <laughs> was that honestly. Yeah, honestly. So what is your what are your some of your favorite scenes and lines? Um I'm trying to think. So I love the Tony Todd like like mortician kind of yeah. like, thing when you know he like gives that whole speech about like death and like death's death design and when his like last line when he's talking about the Grim Reaper and he's like, You don't wanna fuck with that Mac Daddy. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> Such a good trailer line too. Um and then, um, and then, and 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 then, like, did did Devin Sawyer says, "Yeah, sorry, we broke in, man." And then, you know, Tony Todd is like, "No harm, no foul." <laughs> so. Yeah, I know it's so weird. And I'm just looking at his IMDb right now. This motherfucker's got a lot in pre-production and post. Oh, does oh nice. Yeah, like he's doing a lot of stuff. And also, has he been in a Jordan Peele movie? Aren't they redoing Candyman? Oh, he is. Oh, he is. Oh, nice. He is. Yeah, there. I think Jordan Peele's producing it. I think Nia DaCosta is directing it, or he wrote it. I think Jordan Peele wrote it. I was gonna say, like, I'd love to see him in a Jordan Peele film. So we actually will next summer. Oh, cool. Candyman, yeah, which is I, be really cool. Um, you know, I um, I like didn't really like Candyman the first time I saw it, but I've watched it since then, and it's like really good. Yeah, um, I have to see it. I haven't seen it for a while, but I remember being like, "Whoa!" Yeah, um, that's another one. I guess we could have done. Um, Another good 90s, yeah, though. I think like, it's 90s, right? Yeah, I think 92. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like an early one. He's um, played that role so much. Oh, I know. Like, it's so crazy. Um, yeah, 92. Yeah, you're right. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so I, I, I love that scene. And then I um, I don't want to say I like the plane crash scene, because it's like, it's like not fun, but I thought it was done really well. Yeah, um, it was done. And then um, just like that whole sequence of events leading up to like, the teacher's death i thought were like i thought were was just like really scary um scary and um i think i think those are my favorite scenes um there there weren't a lot of lines that stood out like i love how like uh stifler is like always saying carter you dick (laughs) you know know, he is such a dick though (laughs) um 
but yeah. Cool. Now my favorite scenes are it these won't be favorite, it's more like grossly terrifying. Okay. Um the shower death. I always remember that. Like, mm. even when I watched it like younger, I always remember like, oh my god, this could totally happen. Yeah. Um it just sounds so scary. And then um my other favorite scene was the four of them in the car, like kind of fighting over like who's next. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> like, that was the only like kind of comic relief I thought throughout the whole film was them just like totally Abbott and Costelloing the whole yeah. thing. And just being like, who who's gonna die? No you, you're gonna die. No, fuck it. Tell me, tell me. Let me just drive maniacally through the city. I was like, okay, this is just the only funny bit because it's so crazy. And then for my lines, I just have like where I, I don't even know who says it, maybe clear where she's like, it feels like it's all around us. <laughs> I got it like that. And then I like the Tony Todd's line, uh, death has a design. Yeah. 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 So I like those two. And then my only most two thousands moment was like traveling pre nine 11. Yeah. Like that was just a big one that there um, wasn't I, as um, much security. I um I I did like how like clear was like what was like listening to what looked to be a pretty cool like high scale Walkman, you know? It, yeah. It was, it was like kind of like yellow, and it had like those like like super chic like small like headphones. I think know? it was a sport. Yeah. It was the Sony yeah. Walkman Sport. Yeah, I had those. Um, and then I liked how uh I like how Alec how Devin Sawa had had a um poster for the movie Pecker in his room. Oh, yeah, um, we have to do that too. Yeah, um, just said that. Yeah, um, I want to do Cry Baby too. Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen Cry, Cry Baby. <gasps> I've um, I've, never. Um, I don't, I don't think so. I've seen Pecker uh, and I've seen Serial Mom. It's like one of my favorites. Oh yeah, there's another one on the list too. Um, but yeah. Cool. Oh yay! Well, you have to you have to watch Cry Baby and Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, you have yeah. to have a Johnny Depp fest. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Like Edward Scissorhands, especially. That's a classic. Okay, cool. It's a classic. Yeah. Cool. Well, do you have any final thoughts on the movie? Um, I don't think so. Um, just you know that um, this movie scared the shit shit out of me in like 2000 and it did so again <laughs> yeah same I, i'm glad that i picked this random one because i had not seen it or really thought about it yeah and i was like oh let's do final destination that's pretty fucking scary it's near halloween and the world is pretty fucking scary right yeah. now <laughs> um oh i did have one like tr- tr- travel story that like has always cracked me up oh, what? Um, okay so i um, i think i was flying to like see my brother in portland once and um, we were, and, you know, it was a, it was a cross country flight, and so I think somewhere over like the mid the Midwest, like the pilot gets on the uh, PA system, and he's like, "Hello, passengers. Uh, guess what? We're about to pass a Delta flight. You know, about thirty degrees to to the w- w- right of us. You know, and then we and, and he's like, "Why doesn't everyone go to the window so they can see what a full flight looks like?" <laughs> This is Southwest, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love, uh, I just have to say, I love all of Charles's stories about the various flight attendants on Southwest and their, like, attempts at starting or kick-jumping a comedy career. They, they well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they, I, I, I guess, like, the goal is to make, like, you know, that's one thing I did notice about this movie is they didn't go through, like, pre-flight, like, kind of safety announcement oh yeah they did like um you know i guess that's i mean i guess that's not particularly interesting but um anyway 
I mean, it, it just seems like every single flight attendant on a Southwest airline, like, is like, like tries to like put a twist on like, you know, there's, you know, there are three, four emergency exits on this plane, two in the back, one in the front, two on the side, you know, and um, <laughs> like, um, I don't know. And they just always seem to like treat the treat these safety announcements as, as like practice for a side gig as like a stand-up com- comedian. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I used to fly Virgin all the time, like when I would go from like LA to the East Coast. And they have like a really fun video that's done by like Todrick Hall or some oh, shit. Really? <laughs> yeah, and it's like a music video. Like it has like a song, like it's really oh. happy. And I was like, this is weird. They would just be up there like doing the motions, you know, like, but it's just so crazy that like now no one pays attention to them yeah like people are just kind of like whatever i mean i always do because i'm like i'm not gonna remember this <laughs> if there yeah. was something to go on i'm gonna freak out but i mean i i always sort of just try to do it just out of like respect just because I yeah cause I'm like this is actually serious they they get trained to do this so so um, yeah but yeah crazy yeah well it's been so fun at the top of the show i forgot yet again to say like and subscribe um on apple uh spotify like we're everywhere i put it up everywhere so wherever you listen to podcasts check it out uh charles where can they find you on the internet um i have an instagram that's just my name charles haslam um in the show notes yeah so you can click it down there uh yeah and then i started a new podcast or a new uh ig for the podcast so it's at fashion grunge pod if you want to follow that i'm trying to get caught up and just posting all the episodes we have up and then i'll post more like random shit but yeah so follow us on there and uh yeah this is it for our little halloween weekly we're having three this week so that's exciting yay so have a good safe halloween and we'll see you on the next one bye bye Thank you.